researching Christian music? Um, the past week, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited to to get to know a few more people behind the Christian music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been impressive to kind of uh, do the research that we've done on you guys. Um, Chicago Blues Band, Under the Court of the Three Productions, um, and faith-based blues. So that's yeah. really exciting to kind of research that and get to understand you guys as a Christian rock band. Um, the Blood Bros, right? Yeah. Right. That's what we have today, I think, right? I think that's what we're trying to figure out is, is you know, what, what kind of things you're bringing to the Christian rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about this. I just want to see what, like, modernized Christian music has to bring. Yeah. Yeah. It was changing so much just a few years ago, and now it's taken on this whole new level of, of really cool uh, um, uh, vibe and, and, and depth. So uh, I think it'll be really fun to talk to our group today, our, our guests today, um, uh, the Blood Bros. The Blood Bros, yeah. I've had like a spiritual awakening yeah. since discovering them this past week. Yeah. I've developed a new religious fervor, yeah. some zest um, to really get to know um, uh, this fantastic Chicago blues band. Yeah. All the way from Chicago. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my research The Windy shows. City, it blew them all the way here, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I can't hold it together. <laughs> I can't. I tried. I okay. had to slam my head against the table. So before we get started, um, I started the the whole reason we were discussing this is because um, my research on you guys um, was led me to find another band who borrowed. Oh. Oh no! Go ahead. Oh, you went like this. Oh, sorry. Um, to that borrowed. I think. I think maybe he's probably had this name for a little bit. But mm-hmm. if you type in. Blood Bros versus Blood Brothers, Mm -hmm. it pulls up a Christian Chicago blues band. Also, typing in Blood Brothers, I have discovered a really interesting musical Mm -hmm. that is about two twin brothers that were separated at birth and then fell in love with the lady and then they... I think they like killed each other in the end because then they were mad and they didn't love triangle. Ooh, so I don't know what kind of blood brothers we're gonna we're gonna meet today. Right. Well, so we should definitely figure it out. So, so welcome to Festacast. <laughs> I'm Noe and I'm Dana, and we're super glad and excited to be here with uh, some other blood brothers. Apparently, this is yeah. like a pretty common thing. Yeah, I think lots so. of blood brothers. So how do you guys achieve that? Is that like a is that like a like you like you? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Blood Brothers, do you guys want to, do you guys have any music for us? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, we're the Blood Brothers, and we're going to play our remix of Riot Call by Quicks.
do y'all do like some kind of um like you know like you both like cut your fingers open and then like like ET it or what? Oh no! So first of all, it sounds like we need to pay for for some Google promotion or something. So <laughs> all these other blood brothers are um, invalid at this point. Um, well, we actually, who is that? There's actually a Bloodborne that followed us on Instagram too, and he oh. likes all our stuff. So maybe it's like this cult we're, we're building with all of them. Maybe we should accept and embrace them. You guys them. should call your fans the Bloodborns. Well, now if we call them that, we, that's like stealing that, right? Oh. There's like a video game. That's and, and he even spells it like B L U D and then born. So the be, blood babies. Just ruining but that's just it. really. I don't like really that. Gross. I don't, <laughs> don't like, like it. So how did this this bromance? Happened? Did you guys have a ceremony oh, we to met make at it a official? Show. We met at a show. That's yeah. that's how that's how we started. Was there yeah. like an aura around both of you, and then like you slowly like had this like yeah, we looked into glance. each other's eyes, and, and yeah. that was from across the room, from across the crowd. Oh. No, actually, we're at a uh, Bucks Pavilion show, and um, one of my friends and him recognized each other because they went to to school or lived in the same area, and then. I don't know, we talked there, and after that, slowly started going to shows together, because we realized we went to a lot of the same stuff, and then, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was, that was, like, 2013, so four years later, here we are, I guess. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been Blood Brothers? We started doing Blood Brothers stuff, I want to say, November of, what, last year? No, no, it was, like, because remember, we did Summer of Blood, so we, it was at least June, it's been at least a year, we know something like that. Mm-hmm. We kind of just lost the time. summer before last. Uh, that's that's when we first started playing shows, and and so it's been about a year. And before that, um, I had been DJing for a while, and um, I don't know, and producing and stuff. In fact, um, I've been producing for I guess seven years now since I got out of high school. I'm pretty old now. Um, and then he was promoting in the scene, so. You know, as friends, we just kind of decided that it made sense. You know, like, I'm not good at promoting myself. Um, so it made sense to bring kind of bring him in. And then now, he, you know, he's had enough time that he's learned how to DJ and produce some. So we get to play off of that. It, re- it really helps that um, both of our strengths are on opposite ends. So, yeah, he's you know, very type A and I'm way, way Yeah, you know, it's central. like, um, as, as he was saying, he's been producing for a long time. He's been DJing a lot longer than I have, but I've also been um, promoting for a very long time and um, meeting lots of different people in the scene over the years. So, yeah, it did help. You know, we kind of had two sides of the spectrum for that aspect. So creating a, um, a duo and it just we can work off each other's strengths that way better. You know, we kind of decided, you know, it takes so long to build a brand and stuff. It's, it's, it's right now, it's almost unrealistic to do it by yourself unless, you know, you started at an even younger age with all these promotional knowledge and knowledge of, you know, producing and other stuff. You have to really, you have to start either really early or team up now. You know, it's, it's that competitive of a market now, I feel like. That's fantastic. So do you think you you both mirror each other in terms of the, the skill set that you're bringing into this team, to this family, the brotherhood um, of the blood? I, I guess some, like, we, we kind of build off of each other because we're using those different skills. We kind of force each other to, to, to do stuff like, you know, when I was pushing my own brand before, it was real hard for me to get on social media and just post whatever about it. But you know, watch And, and for me, the social media aspect is where I excel. Um, 
much greater than he does is because he's not into that as much as I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get to pull from his um, ability as a really, really good producer and as a really good DJ and then, you know, DJing together plus my knowledge of, you know, just promotion, people I've met, it's helped us, um, you know, play a good amount of shows in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's our first, you know, like real year that we were putting effort into it. So we've been doing pretty good so far. So speaking of shows, do you have one that's been like the most like important one to you? Like something that's like resonated with you the most? I think, well, our, our, we play a lot of shows at Green Elephant and every time we play Green Elephant, uh, we have a blast for sure. Um, It's a very different crowd than when we, open up for big artists like we opened up for downlink not that long ago at loser lounge and that was a bigger show than the green elephant ones but um but with the green elephant we kind of get you know when we play a lot of those type of shows we get to showcase more of our like you know ourselves like when you're a lot of times when you're opening for an art, artist you have to sandbag a little bit so that you don't you know offend so like yeah loser lounge like when we play a green elephant we can go as hard as we want you know we can play um a full dubstep base set, basically, if you want to. At Lizard Lounge, you know, um, as an opener, you have pretty limited restrictions on that. And, like, you never want to go harder than a headliner. And, you know, you obviously, you never want to play their songs. But um, definitely for shows like Lizard Lounge, which is a great opportunity, because Lizard Lounge is probably the biggest EDM club in Dallas. And um, they've gotten, you know, every big artist... Yeah, every not, every if not, every the, if not the biggest, the most consistent. Yeah, so, they can draw a consistent big crowd every weekend. And you just have to take into account when you're opening up for someone that you respect them and you respect the crowd that they're playing for, and you never want to burn them out playing that. So when we we like to play a lot of future bass, and so that works when we play it. Lizard Lounge is we play a lot of. Uh, future bass we'll play um, like light trap and stuff light trap yeah beatsy trap maybe a bass house on occasion that kind of stuff so it's cool we don't even have a specific style that we just play we we like playing a bunch of different genres so um it's not tripping us up you know we're not limited by the zoo lounge you know we can still play what we want, but we still respect that we know how to open up a crowd properly and not push them into the ground, basically. So, would you say, like, um, I lost my question. <laughs> Location matters is what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah that, well, see, that's the thing. When, when, whenever you go and play it anywhere, the, the crowd is really different everywhere else that you play even if you have like you know we'll recognize a lot of the same people that we know from being in different scenes and stuff like they, they'll go to a club and expect something different you know than they would at a, a, a show so um i think one thing i was listening to colton carlisle's uh interview the other day or today and he was saying that you know when you play like bars or college gigs and stuff you only get to play rap well it's kind of like that at some shows we'll only get to play mm-hmm. um dubstep at some shows we only get to play future or you know trap or whatever like it's very actually very different what you have to do and there's a lot of different genres you have to keep up with to get the, all these different bookings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Would you say it's common to like most people be able to play a little bit of everything? You just kind of pick. I think now basically everyone does now, but yeah. for for the longest time, people wouldn't move outside of their genre at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's a lot of uh, DJs that feel that way, and I won't say any names specifically, but we definitely know people that they play what they want to play, and they won't go out of that comfort zone. They won't want to play, even if it meant not getting a certain gig. They wouldn't play out of what they want to play. Yeah, and so, for some of them, I mean, they, you know, if you're not playing what you don't like, how do you get the crowd hyped to, you know, that mm-hmm. type of music? For So for some of them, they are really locked in that manner. But um, you know, nowadays, there's so much competition that you have to be able to do everything. That's that's one thing I think we've talked about with other artists on this show is um, the issue of whether you play, like, your set the way that you've set it up and you've designed it or if you try to like you know control like the crowd's energy and things oh, like see, that that's one thing when we first started we were you know sticking to the script so to say like we were going with a very producer mindset going in with what we would come in with and not like change or anything but you know after after a while we just realized you got to go with the flow like now we have so much material backed up onto uh, flash drives and stuff that is no effort to just switch if we need to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we have been in some precarious situations um we tried uh we tried using laptops for a while and um we had already known we'd already been using usbs to dj and there's a, a big difference for producers like um a laptop you can work off at home and get all this extra, you know, stuff set up and all this unlimited practice. But um, on 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 USBs, like you just you kind of just have to show up and you know almost wing it a little bit more. And so I don't know, it was, it was kind of hard hard making that switch at first, especially because at the time I was teaching him how to DJ too, so it was a lot of work. Like we were playing a lot of shows all at once, and it was hard to keep up with the school and work. So you guys have a lot of stuff on flash drives. Do you guys have like a designated one? So you call this one the, like five the trap them. drive or oh, like no. the house drive. <laughs> no, we have um, So we, we set everything up into playlists by like genre or by, you know, we might have a certain pool of um, for, for a show that we know we want to play those songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we have it like triple backed up or quadruple <laughs> backed up. Yeah. We had a, a situation one time where we didn't have stuff backed up. And ever since then, we're never going to make that mistake Ooh. again. You live and you learn though, right? You live and you learn for sure. So about learning though. So for a new person, you guys are very knowledgeable to give a, a, a good tip for a new person who's trying to start out. What would you give them? Um, I guess I guess the best one is to get over to USBs as fast as possible. <laughs> for real. Um, well, yeah, if you're DJing, like uh, I have a lot of people on a regular basis come up to me and they say, "Hey, I want to play a show, or you know, book me, or something like that." And personally, I don't. We we have thrown a show before on New Year's. Um, we might be doing that again. I'm not sure, but other than that, I think the best advice I can give for people that want to get booked is. You just, you got to go out, you know, almost every single weekend or every other weekend. You you have to, you have to, what I I tell people is you have to be relevant. And the moment you stop being relevant and you you stop going out, you know, you stop meeting people. um, Because at the end of the day, you know, you can think what you think, but it it really is a, you know, who you know kind of thing. And, you know, that does get you only so far. But if you're not meeting new people, you know, people that can actually put you in positions like, all of my shows that are all of our shows that we've we've played at Lizard Lounge, that's because I've been putting in years worth of work for with After Dark before we ever started playing shows. So once we s- 
started playing shows, we I had that opportunity opened up. So, you know, right, yeah, the networking is like probably just like any business. Networking is the most important thing in the world, and because there's so many other people that are going out every weekend and want to do this too, like. If you're not out two nights a week trying to meet everyone at every show, you're not doing enough. And especially because you can, there's people that do duos and trios and stuff. They're able to mold, you know, two or three times the amount of promo that a single person could do. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely promotion, definitely learn. I mean, you have to learn USBs because you got to be functional. Like if you get booked for a gig and they only have CDJs, what do you do? You can go up there with your laptop, but a laptop's not consistent every time. So you risk crashing during a set, which is what happened to us. And um, I don't know, there's just a lot that goes into it. You got to spend a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so there... Um, oh, we're not ready for that. No, I know. I was just laughing. Um, <laughs> I was doing some research on you guys, and I saw that um, you, I'm going to quote you here, Um, your goal is to spread the same joy that y'all get out of music. So what what do you think brings you the most joy in terms of what you're doing now, producing music and and creating music and and presenting that in a festival The friends and connections you make, like, I I mean, I wouldn't do do this if it wasn't for my friends. Like, we don't go out and just do stuff. We go out and hang out with our friends, like... Mm -hmm. I don't know, even when we're producing or DJing, like, I don't know, we have a lot of friends that we go and hang out with and collaborate Well, with. and I think that the thing about it for me is that when we're out there playing a show and I see, you know, 15 or 20 of our friends up at the front and they're having a good-ass time, I think, and, you know, I, got, I guess I just got to speak for myself, but I feel like for every big DJ out there, that's, that's what they, they do it for. They... When they see people out there having a beautiful last time with uh, with their friends, they, you know that's that's what makes it worth it. At the end of the day, having a good time and making other people have a good time too. That's yeah, awesome. spreading the love. Yeah, like you said, I'm going to quote you again: spreading friendship and love through music. Peace, love, positivity. Did, did you put that on there? That sounds like something you'd write. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Well, I like it. I like yeah. it because I feel like that's reflective of a lot of the community. Yeah, exactly. Um, that that's involved in, in this kind of music, and I think that it's really inspirational. Well, that's the first thing you learn about EDM is yeah. the community mm-hmm. and the you know spread mm-hmm. love. Player, I mean that's. You know, employers kind of overplayed now, but that's really, there's a lot of roots being even further than that, but, you know. And, you know, outside the, you know, cliche of it, yeah, it's still, it's, it still means something at the end of the day, even outside of, you know, the EDM community, um, peace, love, unity, and respect is still a great platform to build yourself around. So speaking of like Plur and stuff, so whenever it was really popular in the nineties to now, what would you say some of like the major differences are or even some similarities even? Well, the crowd has changed at least, you know, as far as Dallas does, I'm sure everywhere else is the same, but, um, the scene definitely evolves from what it was, you know, at 2013 versus what it is now, even from 2010, 2011 to 2013, well, it's, we it's a have, massive we, change. We did have, like, a really grimy scene in Dallas for a little bit. For There was a large underground scene. And, mm-hmm. um, it was the largest, wasn't it, Dallas? Yeah, Dallas is up there with yeah. one of the largest yeah. markets out there, and I think that's awesome, too. Um, mm-hmm. So, as a promoter, 
What do you think is like the most exciting thing about like the shows and stuff around here? Like, what do you get to see that we don't get to see? I think, uh, well, as far as promoting goes, is it, it puts me in a opportunity to meet even more people like, you know, promoting, um, Blood Brothers, promoting just shows that the, my company is hosting and stuff like that. And, and it also gives me a bunch of opportunities that I probably wouldn't have gotten by meeting certain people like, um, you know, big artists that make similar music that we do. You know, I've been given an opportunity to, you know, sh show those artists some of our stuff. Um, and I've made decent friends with some of them in the... Uh, sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> she's a little brat. She wanted to be a part dog. of the show, you know. Now um, she's famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, getting to meet artists that I probably wouldn't have gotten to meet otherwise, you know, I think that's awesome. And um, they always have a lot of stuff that they can teach you as well, which is great. Um, yeah. But yeah. So in terms of like some of those people that you've met and that have become kind of your teachers, um, I saw here that you've done collaborations with like Ever After on Afterlife episode uh -huh. four, mm -hmm. which was kind of cool. And then also um, a collaboration with Tyrus Xavier May. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's our buddy Grown. Okay. He's one of the dopest producers that I know. Oh, yeah. I actually, so we went to school together. That's how I know him. And he's actually got me into producing when we were in high school. He was already like really good putting out a lot of songs or getting a lot of plays on soundcloud and stuff and i don't know he he kind of showed me the ropes i guess and got me into it and we've been best friends for a really long time mm -hmm. so he's the man he's really really good awesome that's super cool well i just i was curious about that because sometimes it's interesting to see all these different local musicians working together on collaborations oh you know it's another like funny that. one y'all did reckless ryan we have a, a going back and forth collab with him <laughs> yeah everybody y'all done shows with we probably have a collaboration started with at least oh yeah it's easy to start projects it's really easy to start projects i got hundreds of them so, so well, we, we like ryan he's oh yeah he's a he's, he's a pretty nice. cool I've actually, I've actually known ryan since we were doing house raves back about 2011 2012 that was the first i met him and um we were assisting this company. Uh, they were called Glow Events, and it was they just gave kids that were, you know, 12, 13, around that ballpark, you know, they were giving them a full experience of what it was like, you know, back when the scene was really bursting onto Dallas. And that's when I first met Ryan. So we've been friends for a while. Um, we're also really good friends with Ever After. Those were super talented dudes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Chris and Tracy are pretty cool. We've met one half of them. Yeah. The, the tra <laughs> Tracy, the other half's pretty elusive. Unless they're playing the show, he doesn't go out. Uh-huh. Um, he's, yeah, he's my Zach. Yeah, they're, they're both pretty cool, though. Um, I was actually there this Sunday with our friend Quan, who's Quan Ties, and um, uh, we have a collab going back and forth with them, but I've also started a lot of projects with Quan that'll never get finished, so we'll see how that goes. Actually, and with Ever After, now I think we have... We technically have... Four or five projects that we started, but you know, since abandoned for other projects or something, you know, it's just hard. You get a lot of stuff working on. It's hard to focus on one and decide which direction you want to go with. 
It's kind of fun. The more we meet and discuss, um, you know, the community with, with artists, I think we've found out that it's very much an interconnected family. Um, oh, you yeah. Guys know you, you and have with to, each though. Other. I mean, that, that's yeah. how you, you all go to the same scene, to the same shows. Mm-hmm. You, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you just, there's no way you don't connect with them. And it's very important to connect with them, too, because connections are everything. And I like having friends. So. I think it's funny, though, because in a lot of industries, um, you know, the other people that are out there doing the same thing as you are competition oh, versus yeah, that's here. So this I is used kind to be in a different. metal band and we played, we played a lot of pretty decent sized gigs. Um, and yeah, with them, we would, you know, we knew people and we were friends with some other bands that, you know, we had, you know, it'd be someone that someone in the group had been friends with for a long time or something. But whenever you'd meet a band that you didn't know, it was like kind of like an enemy thing at first. And mm-hmm. The, the metal scene's a little bit uh, not as friendly as the EDM scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, people are, especially the shows we went to, we were, like, a really heavy band, so people were there to get hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. So you didn't really make friends with a lot of people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is less less cutthroat. Oh, yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> you know, people start moshes at these, like, I don't know, festivals and stuff, that's nothing. Compared but to they're like, fun. It's not because they're trying to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, anybody. I, mean, I got a black eye at Borgor or something wonderful at Borgor of all people. Oh just, my I, goodness. I was, Borgor is wild. Someone just threw an elbow and just hit me right under my eye and it was huge. Uh oh. It roughed me up. So if you guys had to say like, your music was like some kind of like either nostalgic or retro game, what would you say that your music would belong to? Like what like what game? Yeah, what game? How nostalgic. Like, my favorite game ever is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> but, but if it was, like, a serious nostalgic game, I don't, I don't know. like Or just, like, something Galaga to you. Or, something. or, like, if your music... I can see Galaga. If, like, we had to put our song as a soundtrack to an old game, uh-huh. I'll probably, probably Galaga. Actually, there's this. I gotta or find Mario it. Probably. There's this app where where you can play Galica, or it's like a bootlegged version of Galica, and um, you put a song into it, so you can put your own song into it, and the level of difficulty is by how like fast and upbeat the song is. So if you have a really fast upbeat song that's yours, you can be like, yeah, you know, I beat myself on it. <laughs> That's so funny. So have you put your song in it yet? Yeah, I, I've done it a few times oh, when, yeah. I, when I first got it. It's on. It's some Steam game, but I, you can get it on iPhone. I'll I'll have to look it up or something. I don't remember that what sounds it's called. fun. That does sound. Can fun. you beat your own music? <laughs> I, I, I probably couldn't. Well, I can't make music, so I'd probably win. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have ideas for music. What I lack is the skill. So if you listen to our other episodes, sometimes we come up with really good ideas for music too. So. Oh yeah, I heard y'all are, y'all are good at name group names or DJ names. Who'd you hear so. it from? I heard well He listens to our yeah, show. Oh. On one of your shows I heard it. I forget which one. I thought that whole Ryan Reckless as a cow. I thought that <laughs> shit was so funny. Oh yeah. We'll be talking about yeah, that because I have I have an offer um that is gonna be too good for you to refuse. So oh, we okay. like <laughs> I like what this is. What good. do you think it would take in order for us to get Ryan to dress up on our November eighteenth show? Oh, easy. I think you just bring... A couple beers? Yeah, I was going to say, bring bring a handle and it's all game. When he showed up at my house. Because I want to make it happen. (laughs) He said he showed up to the stream of the fifth. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we're going to... Oh, I guess we are going to get reckless. (laughs) Yeah, he messaged us and was like, what kind of liquor y'all like? And I was like, what? (laughs) I still have stains on my carpet from liquor from that. That sounds like Ryan. He's a good old boy. (laughs) 
We kept going. The show went we on. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so tell me a little bit about um, your one of your performances. I noticed had your name in it, Blood, Sweat, and Bass. Oh. Tell me about that. Is that a Green Elf? So, show? no, that was the Downing Show. That was the oh, Downing Show. So, I have Lizard Lounge written here. Yeah, so Downing Oh, that was our coolest show by far. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably our biggest show we've played. Um, Except for maybe uh, Electric River at Waco, but yeah, yeah, no. for Blood, Sweat, and Bass, it's funny that we got on that because uh, Downlink and Diesel Boy have been touring together for years, and every year they come, they come for the Blood, Sweat, and Bass tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so when so we got approached for sense. it, it only made sense, <laughs> you know, that Blood Brothers, and then you know, you get your sweat. Yeah, only they, sp- they spelled it the same way. Though, yeah, they should. <laughs> If, we'll if only they spelled it our way, but that next time. we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. So that's what made that 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 whole um, performance of y'all's like that was like your favorite. Yeah, it was a really big show because we we played right before Diesel Boy and um, Downlink. Oh, right before Downlink. It was direct support for Downlink, okay. so we had a really good crowd. It was later um, later in the night, so it was definitely one of the bigger crowds we've played for. Yeah, we got to play a lot of beats and upbeat trap. It was really it was really fun. Hmm. Interesting. So I have to ask you, um, do you have like an attire or like a persona that y'all adopt whenever you're up there? Uh, no, <laughs> it, the only reason we don't is because it just comes natural. <laughs> it just comes natural. Well, I have noticed that sometimes y'all wear like a camo hat or like, Oh, well, I make Dustin dress it. Okay. Dustin's so let's cool get this one, clear so. out of the two of us. I am the stylist all the way. Yeah, D- Dustin's the cool one. He if, dresses me if, up. If I don't pick out Zach's outfit, who knows what he's going to be showing up to the show at. So, I have to basically pick out our outfits. No, it got so bad to the point where he would leave like four or five outfits at my house at a time and like a stack of 10, 10 snapbacks that he had. Because if, if we go upstairs to his room here, there's like 40 or 50 snapbacks all like, you know, lined up perfectly. And they aren't just like in the hanger. They're perfectly in the hanger and facing straight, you know, perfectly. <laughs> I've wow. noticed that's a thing for, like, a lot of people have hats from the different shows that they've gone to or have performed I just at. really like hats. I it's like, a thing. It's cool. It's an addiction. Yeah, brand. no, no, yeah. it's it's like shoes, right? Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. That's your. It's fashion. not as bad as shoes, but it's it's pretty but bad. Can I suggest a minor improvement? What's that? Okay, my suggestion is y'all just go ahead and really commit. Y'all are already blood brothers, but I think that we should just go ahead and conjoin you perfectly. Like like have you guys go ahead and sewn together. Um, where, where, so where, where would we be sewn together? In the back. In, in the, the back, back. So you can still use use your arms, right? So, so like you can be back to back. Well, it'd be like one of I'm taller. Yeah, we're so always he, going back to back. He would be like right. hanging down off of me or something. I mean, I get that you're a team, but let's make this official. Let's go all the way, okay? The thing about the industry is commitment. That's that's what you that's what you need to work on here. So what I suggest is that Blood Brothers becomes a conjoined twin Blood Brothers. I, I, thought, I don't think anyone else is doing that. I, I thought for a second you were going to tell us to wear like out like blood drop outfits or something. I thought we were going we'll there, there for a second. We'll get there. <laughs> because there's more. Because oh, there's always more. There's always more. Um, when we oh, when we get to the albatross episode, people are gonna be like, oh my gosh, woman, stop. But um, <laughs> that was the best one. I think the best way to open up your set is by contributing to the crowd's energy by participating in a three-legged race, which if, if we <laughs> sew you guys together all the way down the legs... It'll, it'll be too easy. Have, we won't even need yeah, a bag at yeah, that Yeah, you'll have three legs. So you don't need to be tied together or anything, but you'll have to get really good at walking together. So, is someone going to introduce them and be like, it's Blood Brothers! 
those and yeah. they're going to be like, wobble, wobble, wobble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One fell on stage, fall over. Exactly. We didn't come here to DJ. We came to do sack races. So I hope y'all are ready. <laughs> but I that that really could cool. sell, actually. I think you can market that. Think about how many people would show up to your show as not only you'd have to, you'd be selling two tickets, right? Because everyone's legs would be tied together in support of you guys. <laughs> I mean, let's just think about this. You could market this with like Blood Brothers leg ties. Oh, um, I mean, we've got seen a logo on the side of little zip ties. There's got to be. We have leg wraps, but There's do we have be. double leg wraps? We can make it a charity event too. There you go. Yeah, there you or go. Or we could just get a big sack, and you guys have like you guys hold one end. You know, it can be like the the sack races are something completely different. <laughs> We're, we're on another show here. But yeah, no. We have leg wraps, right? The ladies will go to go to some of these events wearing leg wraps. Well, I think that we should have one that binds two legs together and then have three-legged that races. That sweaty, gross. <laughs> I, I um, the that's the EDM scene. Back. You just described the EDM scene. Um, I believe right. what I'm going to quote you here. Uh, the main focus is dubstep, trap, and everything filthy. Well, welcome to this. That's what <laughs> Well, welcome to our party. We're going to be getting filthy. Also, I suggest that you guys relocate. As much as I think y'all are doing great things for the DFW scene, I think you should move to Philadelphia. It's the oh, city no. of brotherly love. <laughs> um, and I think that y'all should really practice your skills with the arm wave. Let, let Noe and I demonstrate right here. That was an arm wave. Okay, that that's what that is. See. Wait, so do y'all have to, are y'all gonna like link them to a video, a video clip of y'all doing that or something? I feel like that's necessary. We no. can work on it, but yeah. it's, it's. But this is I more mean, important. Okay, okay. I got if you. I if I can't get you guys to like sew together your feet so that you can do like a giant worm on the stage, um, I think that this <laughs> is like the this be- is turning next into best a alternative. Movie. Like biography or something. But nobody it, would have that. Yeah, nobody would have trouble identifying you and also supporting you. They'd be like, "Oh, those are the guys that are sewn together." <laughs> I know. How guys. are you gonna forget them? Like, yeah, but do you, have, do you feel bad for us, or is, is it like a sympathy? No, it wouldn't be at all because you have four arms to make music with. Oh, so oh I, I thought their arms were going to be sewn together, no? No, no, not their arms. Wow. So just like, back down powerful. to the ankles, I think. I think that'd be best. So so you could be the conjoined twin blood brothers. But how would we sit on like a plane or anything ever again? That's, that's or a not, movie theater. I'm just here for your persona. Don't ask me about all the logistics. <laughs> You're going to be so famous from this that they're going to make custom seats for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never thought of it, of it like that. <laughs> I You'll get your, plane. Yeah. get your own plane. Get your own plane. So I hope you guys really like each other and invest very heavily in deodorant and breath mints because you have a long future together. Deodorant and How are you know? I don't know if we want to go there. Never mind. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> but the conjoined, the conjoined uh, twin. Blood Brothers. Conjoined I want to know how you came brothers. up with it. That's a good one. Were you just bored in class one day and just like... I've been thinking about this twin. since Friday. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I've been thinking about time. this. I'm like, hmm, hmm I need brothers. to sell not one persona, but two. But wait, y'all are one. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I got to do half the work because it's still one persona, but it encompasses both of you. This might actually be one of your more expensive ones, too, because they have to get the surgery. No. Oh, to, no. I'm no. sure we can get this myself. done. I'm sure we can. <laughs> yeah. This is doing a home job. I do actually have a staple gun. DIY? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like candy. <gasps> it's great. That's cool. It yeah, all works cool. out. Marketing. It's just flowing. If you can do make you a this? candy bracelet, you can sew yourself to somebody else perpetually. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Fantastic. So if you want to purchase this idea, I do um, take a consultant's fee of $5, but because you've been on this show, I'm going to give you this idea for free. Oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and amazing. if you need any help with, you know, further we'll branding. We'll the details like after that. the show. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, can you sew? Can you get us a cheap deal on that? Oh, yeah. I'll definitely. do it myself, but I think I'm going to pass out. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah. No. We can make a special tour, too. So, like, the... Together Forever tour. <gasps> you know? Together if we can, Forever. We can debut it on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's that Oh, my sell. gosh. They better should... Together. Yeah, Better Together. What? I'm trying to think of something. <gasps> that reminds me of that song, um... Why? Why should we? Be, why shouldn't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Yeah. <gasps> Y'all should remix the song. Why can't we be friends? Or lean on me <gasps> when you're not uh, strong that's, because that's you're gonna be one. on his back and I'll be your friend. <gasps> <gasps> lean on me. Oh my gosh. No way, right here. Just high five. Quiet. A very oh. quiet high five. There we go. That's okay. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just. I mean, think about this. Just spitballing here. We're just people. Yeah. People are gonna go nuts for this because who doesn't love friendship? I really want to hear that song to like a really like dirty trap dubstep yeah. because it sounds so happy and you're like uh, yeah <laughs> it's like it's like Milo it's like Milo and Otis yeah. think of the great friends that have like inspired us through the centuries yeah um, Lewis and Clark Lo- yeah yeah like y'all Peanut are the jelly yeah exactly <laughs> what's better than one amazing musician two Sewn together. <laughs> you know what would be even better than that? Exponentially better is if we then sewed ourselves to Ever After. That'd be boring. Soon time. that could be the new like EDM trend. Everybody who after. Yeah, the more people you have sewed, the stronger you are, the, the more better, powers you yeah. Have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> then there could be six arms and then eight arms and then oh Honestly, my gosh the there's more arms literally nothing we can do at that point it's the better music but right? how would you even get on a plane or a train at that point only half of your body could get on there you'll be famous they'll make a plane there's that not room you. for the rest you get of one of those couches <laughs> that looks like a big circle uh-huh. and then everyone just kind of like jumps over Genius. one side and you can basically like a chain. sleep that, anywhere that because scary. all you gotta do is just close your eyes and lean back Oh yeah, the rest of yeah, the But does that hurt though? Does it pull on your skin? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, you'd have, we don't think that. You'd have right incredible now. abs. Yeah. Yeah, we're holding up everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just hope nobody snores. All right. Um, I do. do we have a game? We do have a game. I want to play a game with these guys. Do you guys like games? I'm fucking down. Sure. sure. Okay, good. Because I was gonna say you don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, really yeah, No. Never mind. We don't. Oh, sorry. Well, you don't have a choice, and I have a game today. It's called. Can you guess it? Can you guess it? In the game of life, you win or you die. It's called Blood Brothers. Whoa. <laughs> I might actually be good at this. I, I have high so, hopes. Does it involve sewing? Because we're not in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sewing. Um, it's basically, it's three rounds. Each round is going to go from two to four to eight points. Um, and then we will have a winner. The winner is... Dana won last time, so she's kind of the champion right now, so just be aware. Well, just but, know in Blood Brothers, you're going up against the Blood Brothers. Yeah. So. Well, Zoe so, and I are practically sisters. But I don't get to play. Oh. I'm the ref. I'll be on my own team. Plus, I already know the answer. I can't. <laughs> I'll win. I'll win for my queen. We should bring the dog up here. Yeah. The dog can be our ref. And Grace. Our referee. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm All right, I'm done. done. Okay. All right, so basically, you have to say if they are actually siblings in real life or not. So I'm gonna name a duo. Oh man, um, EDM oh, duo, cool. and <laughs> you have to say if you think that they're related or not. Okay. Right? Okay. All right. You ready? 
So the first one is worth two points. It is Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, they don't have to be brothers, just siblings if they're related. You, you got this one out. Um, no, they are. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't know who Bonnie and Clyde uh, is? I've heard of them, but... You need to go I, to life I and pull it in. I believe Bonnie and Clyde are brother and sister. Okay. I'll go with that final answer. <laughs> I, I believe they are not brother and sister, that they're actually a historical uh, band of criminals who were killed several years ago. So maybe this is their, like, ghosts. So I'm going to assume no, because ghosts can't have siblings. Dana is right. They actually have been... Oh, she's not right about the ghosts and siblings and... <laughs> Oh, that would have been really cool. (laughs) I would have liked to book them for Ethereal. Bunny and Clyde have been friends since high school in Fairfax, Virginia. Whoa. So they've been friends for a little while. They should definitely um, be ghostly. They should. We need to get them on the show. It's almost Halloween. That'd be a good... It's it's time for pushing that right now. And they could play Boo. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the next one is Cruella. Which minus Team Rain Man? That's yeah, all I'm saying. Minus Team Rain, Rain Man. Man. Uh, the Cruella sisters are sisters for a fact. <laughs> are y'all both agreeing on that? Yeah, I like how they're even playing as a team. Oh, we're like, not supposed to. No, I just think it's absolutely adorable because y'all are already so much a team that like once we uh, sew you together, you won't even know. <laughs> nothing, nothing changes. Um, uh, I'm gonna say that no they aren't and they shouldn't be because um, killing puppies is wrong well <laughs> <laughs> so Corella DeVille yeah it does one of them have white hair and one of them has black hair no I no. think they both have black hair do they wear Dalmatian jackets no, no they're sisters okay <laughs> darn they are sisters that one was obvious yeah darn um, oh we're one on one right now we got okay. this <laughs> Wait, so she's this, got points. She's got points. I have the points. Okay. okay. So don't worry, I'm keeping track. So uh, we got one left. And we are tied though. Well, no, because it's two four eight. Oh, it's two, oh, four, two four eight. Then. Got it. Yeah, okay, sorry. Oh, no, so, you're fine. So the last one's even. The last one is the. I love these kind of games. The big one. The big one. Are you ready? Drum roll. Ready. All right. Not actually. Zed's dead. No. No. No relation. I'm going to counter and say absolutely. Absolutely. They're definitely brothers. Who is Zed's dead? <laughs> they are. Oh, 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 Zed. Zed and no. his brother. Zed's dead. <laughs> no, his brother's dead. <laughs> Zed's dead and Zed dead. are two different. Zed's dead, baby. They're definitely related. They're, you think they're related? Absolutely. All right, they're not related. Uh, they met in 2004 when DC asked Hooks to paint a graffiti mural on his garage, apparently. So I thought that was kind of a fun... So what do we get? Fun tidbit. <laughs> you, know, you guys got a really good idea. That was your prize. And yes. stickers. Hooray. And bragging <laughs> And stickers. And bragging So the Blood Brothers win today, Dana. Yes, that's okay. I'm happy to hand over my crown. You that have to lose sense. your championship belt today. Uh, Festicast, where we play games and the points don't really matter. Yes. Except for they do, to the bragging rights. You get bragging rights. Yeah. So, um, absolutely. So now, this brings us to our festival forecast. Yes. What I like to call it, because I'm cheesy and I love weird names. Um, cue ring cloud music. (laughs) 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 
I should get some sound effects. Blowing in from the west is the festival forecast. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinkles of trappy trap trap. Yep. That's what the sound it makes when it hits your tin roof. <laughs> you know, on your so, house. So 808, on 808. That's all travels, man. On your house. <laughs> it's rain. Layers <laughs> yeah. it's on rain. The original trap god. So on October 6th in Austin, Texas, we have Alice in Wonderland. Um, also on October 6th in Dallas, Texas, we have Gons at Lizard Lounge. Um, October 7th is Foam Wonderland featuring Zomboy, Eptic, and Lubbock, Texas at Lone Star Amphitheater. Um, also on October 7th is Yellow Claw in El Paso at Buchanan's. Um, October 12th is Lewis the Child in Houston, Texas at White Oaks Music Hall. Um, October 13th is Barely Alive Virtual Riot um, in Dallas, Texas at Stereo Live Dallas. Um, also, there's Lewis the Child in Austin, Texas at em- Emo's Austin. I'm not sure what that place is. Yeah, it's Emo's. Okay, good. I didn't know that's what it was. <laughs> uh, Getter is in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company. Uh, October 14th is Boo in Dallas, where you have Lewis the Child, Kezo, Prismo, Said the Sky. Am I missing someone? I don't uh, think so. Did you see a Prismo? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't. I forgot to write down the list of everybody on that one. Um, October fourteenth, we also have Yellow Claw in Austin at Emo's Austin. This place is really popular. Um, this one's fun. October twenty first is Darude in Houston. Hey, hey! <laughs> I thought that one would be kind Sandstorm. of fun. <laughs> we should all go. Can we take a road trip? Dana, you wanted to see Darude, didn't you? Who? Darude? Darude? Sandstorm? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played definitely. at Lizard Lounge not that long ago, too. Really? I didn't know he still toured. That's what I was excited about. Yeah, no, he's still touring. He's still playing that song. <laughs> um, Zed will be playing in Dallas, Texas on October 26th at the Bomb Factory. Um, then we have... Sorry, i got to go to my other sheet. Da, 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 da. We have... Dana, you're going to be really excited about this one. October 26th in Austin, Texas at Kingdom Night Club is Spag Eddie. Oh. <gasps> I've totally seen them. <laughs> hey, Spag Eddie's dope. I got really hungry. Yeah. Uh, his visuals are very... Gar- garlic toast all day. <laughs> yeah. And meatballs and like... I keep thinking of the... Is it meatball from like uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah, yeah. yeah meatball. I'm just I'll like... Think- I'm like Spag Eddie became a DJ. I'm was, sorry. I was thinking rainy meatball. with this. What is it? Rainy with a side of meatballs? Is that what it's called? Cloudy, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah. Now, now I'm hungry. We're going to have to get some spaghetti on the way home. Absolutely. And last but not least, we have on October 28th and 29th, uh, Something Wicked at the same Houston race park with Marshmallow and Rez, uh, Above and Beyond, Zed's Dead, and so much more. I really want to meet Marshmallow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just also, so I can go up to him and go, knock, knock, and then run away. Oh <laughs> also, if y'all use promo code FestiCast, it'll save you a little bit of money um, on that show. Save that money. Save awesome. the money. So guys, tell us where we can find your music. SoundCloud.com forward slash Blood Brothers. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you can find Blood Brothers. Um, we also have Facebook.com forward slash Blood Brothers. Um, a lot of forward slash Blood Brothers. Pretty much 
You can go on any of the major... Next hub. Just type whatever. in BLU with little dots on top. Boomlock. Wait, except for, except for Instagram. It's Blood Brothers Dallas because we couldn't get Blood Brothers. <laughs> even with the U like in our name. So do you guys ever say it? Blood Brothers? Oh, that's what Bruce. everyone says. Yeah, everybody else says that. It's a joke. Oh, it's the Blue Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I hun- like it, though. Hundreds of times. Yeah, so you guys are sick of that joke. So I, yeah, I should, yeah, you just killed me. I should over. definitely <laughs> keep going. All the yeah. more reason for the conjoint. Uh, twin blood brothers. Ah, all the better. We should get them to remix my bloop bloop bloop. Yeah. Except for it could be bloop bloop. I'm surprised you didn't make them wear like Oktoberfest outfits as their thing. The blood brothers. No, I didn't. I think that it was just. I think it's already enough and visually stimulating enough to see two guys sewn together that are like both working turntables. But if we had later hosen on. I mean, my my picture that I drew was actually like pretty fantastic. It's beautiful. Whenever I glanced over at that, I thought you were going to make them wear hats that like show their brain. Wait, we need a new logo. Can that be it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. For five dollars. She thinks I'm joking. Five dollars. I thought we got free promo. (laughs) Well, for the art, that's extra. Uh, Yeah, for the idea, that's no. Actually, you can just have it. I'll just draw it again for you. That's a little bit better. Just keep, work, just keep working at it. You can get anything for free. You can put like, do like, oh my gosh, it'd be so good if we had like your hands like this and then like sewn together. together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is that what our thing is going to be? You have to hold your hands with the That'd pinkies. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. The pinkies side to side with your thumbs out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh wait, but then you got to keep spinning around though because then you're going back to back, right? No, no, no. It's like their hands, like one from each. Like this, because they're sewn together. Oh, yeah, for so uh, like this, it'd be easy. That's adorable. Oh, I'm just going to make them <laughs> friendship friends. The, the best part about this is the disproportionate size to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely carrying them around. You can get, like, really tall shoes. Right? I mean, I'll get platforms. Yeah, we can fit. Well, instead of wearing two shirts, we'll just have one big shirt and one big pants. Like Yoda in Luke's backpack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's example. That is pretty. That is pretty accurate. Yeah. So, Dana, do you want to tell us a little bit about Ex Vivo Media? (gasps) Oh my gosh. I have to tell you guys about some of our other fantastic podcasts. If you're enjoying what you're listening to right now, you should definitely check out one of our other podcasts, um, like B Movie Deathmatch, where you can uh, listen to a couple of guys guys get together. I say a couple, a few, way too many guys get together <laughs> and um, uh, they will play this horrible game where they watch a trailer for a really terrible movie that nobody really ever wants to watch. And then based upon that trailer, they'll form uh, three predictions and uh, and then watch the film and then give out points based on those predictions that they've made on the trailer. And eat snacks. And eat snacks. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah, except for the oh, last one, the last one that I guest, guest starred on, they didn't even have snacks. And I was like, what? Um, no. I, I only came here for the snacks. No, no except for back. sometimes the snacks are not really good. Like one time they had crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't be about that. I'd just look at it and be like, yep, that exists. I was on the, I was on the, cheese- the, thing. <laughs> I was on the cheesecake pie filling um, episode, and that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Also, the king cake one. We did one on Mardi Gras, right around Mardi Gras, where we had king cake, and uh, Tommy got to find a baby in his food. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, that's one of our other podcasts. You should definitely check it out. Um, or um, should we talk about the other one as well? No, we'll save it for next time. Fantastic. Leave okay. a little bit more pizzazz for each episode. I also want to give a huge, huge shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we have Pine Services, who has made us excellent banners. They also do t-shirts and print 
printing and stuff too, which we're going to get our flyers done by them soon. And I'm really excited. Um, also, Denton County Sticker Company for making our amazing vinyl stickers. I just love them. And we've also had them used as pasties before. So they pretty, do work. They do work. So keep that in mind. <laughs> if you guys want pasty stickers, I don't know if that's really good for you. Because isn't the gang supposed to use any kind of glue? I feel sorry oh, for yeah, guys that have hairy nipples. Yeah. Like the old, the old hairy nipple, the the old removal would be. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to get your. Well, then you know, they wouldn't have to remove it themselves. At least yeah. it just comes off with it. Don't don't yeah. stick stickers on your grindles. It's just not good. Oh my goodness! So might not be the best idea. <laughs> might not be. So I had a really great time with you guys today. Um, you guys go find them on Blood Brothers everything except for Instagram, which is <laughs> yeah. Blood Brothers Dallas. Correct. Um, <laughs> so anybody else got any last minute words? No, thank you. This is fun. Thanks Aww. for having us on here. I can't wait to see you guys the next time whenever y'all are sewn together. I want to see the Forever <laughs> Together tour, pre-surgery, post-surgery. Together forever tour. What if yeah. we did Together Forever Ever After it would have to open for us because it was good. <gasps> They're totally so Forever, forever, oh my ever gosh, after. we're gonna sew forever, them all together. Yes. All four of together, them, we're gonna sew them all after. together. No, no, it'd be genius. We both headline one after another, and then we get sewn all four of us together, and then come out at the end as a big back to back to back to back. To back. Oh my god, <laughs> I like it. Can you guys have like wings and stuff too? I feel like there should be I have some to kind have of wings. Yeah, it just forever seems like together, such a beautiful, like after. angelic moment. Throwing it back yeah. to you get roots, your Christian roots, right? Yeah, totally. I can yeah, just see man. everybody like getting together at the very end of the show <laughs> and kind of rocking back and forth as Hallelujah. "Lean on Me" plays. <laughs> Lean on me. When, when you're not strong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Exclusive content. All right. Fantastic. Thanks well, again for being on the show, you guys. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.